Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, uh, hey, wow, Owen here. Wanted to check in real fast on behalf of my good buddies Schick and Nick and just say uh, I hope everybody's doing all right. Uh, it's a challenging time, right? Hey, wow, things really got challenging there, and I'm sorry. We're all having a tough time, and I'm so, so sorry about that. It's going to get better. We're going to have a little pick-me-up for you. We're all going to have a little laugh together. We're all going to get there. Hey, we're in it together, right? Wow. Wow. It's exciting. Yeah. What are you trying to do? You guys are so stinks. Yeah, I know. Oh, I apologize. What are you wearing right now? Come on up in here, let's give you a swag. I got chills from my body. Here we are again. We think. Oh, so good. I mean, just how silly and dumb is that? Owen Wilson, fantastic. Like, what's sad is anymore, these opens are so good, you have to, like, have a recap to the open that just happened to start a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, that's so silly. That doesn't make any sense, but it is. It's like, by the way, Owen Wilson, not really him. It's a guy who liked to help us out. It's Dan B. again, who did Matthew McConaughey. He also does Owen Wilson. Thank you. That was fantastic. And see, the problem is, you know, you, you haven't heard a lot of those drops before. I haven't heard a Bo Rude, what are you wearing right now in a while? I haven't heard a you guys' show stinks in a while. I haven't heard a Turner Gill. Come on, let's bring it up here, a little swagger in here. I haven't heard, I haven't gotten my Turner Gill swagger game going a little bit in a while. God's good. Turner Turner Gill, first of all, I want to recap a couple of those things. And some people on, on Twitter and, and email say, hey, I want to hear this, I want to hear that. So we try and... Uh, splash some of those things in there, but that was less caller less who said your guys is now. I don't know if that's how you enunciate guys like for possessive guises. You guises, yeah. That, I mean, it would be G U I S apostrophe S, right? You guys, you guys show stinks. <laughs> that guy sounds like he is Joe. He has a poster of Joe Pesci on his wall. His favorite <laughs> movie is Goodfellas. He owns a pizzeria. And he he just is just angry at everybody, yelling at everybody. You guys, the show stinks. Thank you, thank you very much, Les. I appreciate it. <laughs> you have any know, idea what what was he mad you... about? Do you remember it all? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, what was everyone mad about? Um, <laughs> so true. <laughs> the fact that we the fact that we weren't talking sports. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I remember what was it? Turner Gill. With the swagger. Do you remember what game that was for Kansas? Was that his first game ever? 
I think it was the second game when they went out and beat Georgia Tech because didn't ah. they lose his first game and then he went back in and they and they won their second <laughs> they won their second game. <laughs> but Turner Gill gave us a lot as well. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember <laughs> when he says it just makes me want to shake a little bit? Does it not make you want to almost wind up to the drop that hits you? Right where you come hit. on up in here. Let's give me a swagger in here. Oh, if I was in that room, I'd have just erupted. Give me a swagger. I didn't know a swagger was a noun that you could provide. Here's, I didn't, here's I didn't the thing. Know them. He said it so cool that it's okay that he totally butchered the usage <laughs> of swagger. Here's the here's the conundrum and the the amazing part of this. If you have enough swagger, you can butcher using swagger. In a sentence, and it still works. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> I remember Turner Gill. <laughs> what? There was one. Well, there was one uh, deal when he was hired at Kansas. Yeah. And he talked about here are our top priorities. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said he. <laughs> how many? How many? There were there were five or six things he listed. How many of them were? Recruit. Well, <laughs> here are our top priorities. It was recruit. Then it was a couple of other things, two or three other things. And then his last one is, and then we're going to recruit. <laughs> now, but but what I did is went and I remember this, and I just pulled it up. I went into the lab and created this. Here are our top priorities. Recruit. 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 Recruit, recruit, and then we're going to recruit. <laughs> That's gold. That's gold. And it, it still applies to Kansas. That is what Les Miles' top priorities. Uh, how many coaches – what's sad is like how – seriously, how, have there been – since Turner Gill, have, is Les Miles the third coach? I've lost track of the amount of Kansas football coaches there yeah. been. It's been a lot. I it's got sucked into that ESPN Plus miles to go thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, As did. an employee of ESPN, yeah. you better know what I'm talking about. Never saw it. <laughs> Let's go to ESPN Online 2. You guys, this show stinks. You guys, this show stinks. All right. Thank you very much, ESPN. Thank you pretty much. I got sucked into less miles miles to go on ESPN Plus. It was it was fantastic. But, yeah, Turner Gill, he was going to recruit. Turner Gill was great. He's going he's gonna to recruit. Um I want to hit on a, a couple of things here before we get really crazy here. Episode four was interesting yeah, because, because the title of the podcast, and some of the, a lot of the times when you're trying to come up with titles, like, do you remember what our podcast system was when we would load segments during yeah. our show when we were doing Schick and Nick? Do you remember what we had to do? Or, well, I'm sorry, what I had to I do? I was going to say, you, are, you know the answer to that question because if anything involved work with our show, did I know what we were doing? I did not. But you told me once, and I said, that sounds like a lot of work. Anyways, I'll see you tomorrow five minutes before the show. <laughs> You gave you gave a, a star rating, right? It was like a, a rival star rating for every. Eventually, pod, right? toward the end of our show, I said, "You know what? I'm going to start rating these segments." And I uploaded. We uploaded every individual segment. It's not like how it is now, where it's here's the show, here's uh, yeah. the first hour, the second hour. Lazy. No, it was different segments, yeah. and then we would, I would be like, "Okay, this is a three star. Eh, it's a one star. You can stick. Ah, oh, this is a five star. Here, listen to this segment." But you'd have to come up with a description right after the segment ended. And a title to it. Yeah. And then send it to Shane and he'd upload it. So we try to do this. Well, we're trying to come up with 
episode titles for these podcasts. And after about the first two, we realized these are all drops. And every segment, every podcast (laughs) title is going to be just the name of a drop. And we have 20,000 drops that we played. So I'm sure we will not run out of titles for these podcast episodes. But... (laughs) But the title of the last one, we're like, I was thinking, what could it be? Well, who dominated that? It was either, the title was either going to be, and your question is. (laughs) And your question is. Because we played that a lot. It came back toward the end of the podcast. But then we said, you know what? Tyler McKinney absolutely dominated that podcast. He did. He just dominated that podcast in a way that we've never heard before with his, I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy, 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 happy. I'm not happy about that. I mean, it just nonstop. That's great. And I went back and listened to a different segment, like an old show where we where that was a part of it. And we kept doing the yap, 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 yap. Awesome. It's so much fun to do. So and then and then we get a a tweet from Tyler McKinney. It's the perfect tweet. On Thursday morning. And it's a response to the tweet that we sent out a few days prior, which was episode four is here. Sorry about the wait. Hashtag I apologize. And then on Thursday, on Thursday morning, Tyler McKinney, former Creighton standout, responds to the tweet with just a gif of Michael Scott from the office staring blankly. It's- it was it was a perfect tweet because he'd obviously listened to it. He didn't like the fact that we kept making fun of what he said. He was like, I don't even know. Like, was McKinney, he was in studio once, maybe? I mean, maybe. I think he was on board with the show. I mean, if you came to the Shikinick Bowling League, you pledged your allegiance to, to the show. I mean, he was loyal to the show. But I'm just picturing Tyler going about his life as a grown adult and then out of nowhere... <laughs> In your life, a podcast plays one soundbite of you 55 times, makes fun of it, laughs, and becomes the title of that individual podcast. He's just like, what happened here? It's like he's, yeah, he spent like an hour or whatever it was. He came into the studio for something, (laughs) hanging out, gave the I'm not happy. I don't even know if he guest hosted with me. I can't even remember why he was in the studio. (laughs) But it's an I'm not happy about that. And it becomes this huge deal. And the irony of what he tweeted is that he's not happy about the I'm not happy about that. (laughs) That's why it's the perfect that's why it is the perfect tweet. So he could have just said I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Look, here's the problem, Tyler, and I know you're listening now, is that when you say you're angry about something that we've done, that is not the way to get us to stop. Nope. So I present to you McKinney Martini. I'm not happy about that. All right. Congratulations, Tyler. Oh, that's so Congratulations. good. That was the perfect title, though, to the uh, podcast. It had to be. I mean, at, at Old Dominion, and I'm not happy about that, they, at this point, hold the record for most drops played in one individual pod. It's going to be hard to break that, but we'll see what we can do. We'll see what happens here. Turner Gill, obviously, off to a great start. I'm not happy about that. 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 I'm not happy about that.
<laughs> so much H. There's never been more H in it's, anything it's, it's, ever. You know what would be funny is if we just named that, I'm still not happy about that. <laughs> Episode five, I'm still not happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not happy about that. Oh, God, I love it. <laughs> we would get death stares. Uh, this is the uh, Chicken Nick podcast. Yeah. Where we... You just welcome. By the way, we're at the 1346 mark, and you just welcomed us in. Oh, I admire gosh. your skills. And I applaud what you're doing. <laughs> Meyer skills to pay the bills. Yes. Um, there's plenty to get to here. I do want to thank all of you on uh, Twitter. We would encourage you to follow at Schick Nick Show on Twitter because a few nights before this podcast was released, we asked and I farmed it out. I said, hey, we're going to run back one old clip or segment. Whatever you want, we'll pick one. Yeah. Go. And there were like 50 responses. <laughs> that are all hilarious. The best was when the best was when people who have followed the show and are dedicated listeners stuck with us for ten years, and then they say, "I want to hear Polini Martini." I'm like episode three. It's like, come on, brother. Want to hear Big Red State uh, of Mind? You're like, to, episode one, Doc. Appreciate the help. Uh, Brad uh, tweeting it. Just caught all four pods today. Just outstanding. And then a Michael Scott gift of thank you. People are. It's understandable why people wouldn't be caught up because people are busy right now. totally get it you know i had a bunch of things like, come up and i just didn't get around to listening to your stupid podcast it's like i totally understand <laughs> got a lot of things going on in your world oh, oh goodness triple b printing um they sent out a tweet saying i <laughs> i'm not happy, 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 happy. <laughs> like that's that's how it's spelled. i'm not happy about that <laughs> like i don't i don't know the spelling of it but it sure oh, reads like that so many h's We've had some requests, and we'll get to one of these throughout the show here. A bunch of requests for off-color commentary. <laughs> a bunch of requests for Dickie V, April Fool's oh, joke. Oh, God. People want to hear some theme song end. Thursday yeah. recollectives. Someone said, I want to hear when Nick was only allowed 60 seconds per show to talk NBA. Remember that? I, mean, that was I had great. the Super Mario Brothers music, the speed-up music. <laughs> <laughs> I was not allowed a full thirty or full sixty seconds with that. That actually lasted like ten seconds. It was ridiculous. Not happy about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not happy about that. All right, Tyler. <laughs> so, do you want to do you want to do that now? Do you want to talk NBA here for? I mean, I, I don't think I saved any of the clips. You want as well? I would wanna, love to. Yeah, well do, do it right are you now. giving me some time? Can I do it real quick? Yep. Hold on uh, one second here. You got about 60 seconds. Again, this is what we used to do. Uh, we would play the Time is Running Out Super Mario Brothers theme song, and uh, it just made you feel like you really had to get going. Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah I'm ready to go. All right, here we go. You know, I was really intrigued with clearly LeBron James was going for the MVP at the end. I mean, Kawhi Leonard came to town, came to the Staples Center. He felt like he had to make a point, make sure he was the MVP. Uh, it was going to be interesting to see if Houston's small ball. I mean, you talk about small ball. That's small ball and steroids right there. No one over 6'5 was going to play on the court at once. They're going to take a whole bunch of threes. How was that going to be able to – you can get away with it in one game. Can you get away with it in seven-game series? So the Western Conference is going to be really, really interesting to see what was ultimately going to happen when the playoffs started. And I wanted to see if the Battle of L.A. could ultimately live up to all the hype that we all expected it to be. Kawhi Leonard. Paul George got two guys in guard LeBron take turns Anthony Davis is going to be super duper important Rondo he's got playoff experience I mean he was going to come in and do his thing you look on the east we don't even talk about Giannis and Milwaukee they've got like the best record in the NBA we probably should be talking about them a little bit more and then my boy Dougie McBuckets in Indiana I mean they got Victor Oladipo back and I was really hoping he was going to be able to do his thing but who knows what was going to happen and that's why I want to talk right, to alright alright okay I'm fatigued really well done okay Speaking of uh, speaking of sports, so is the NBA 
Look, I, I believe there's probably. Do, do you? Now you're stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe that Jack from Lost should be the commissioner <laughs> of the NBA? We have to go back uh, because I feel like the momentum is turning. With sports, I don't know that we're making much progress for a vaccine or for making sure we can go outside to the grocery store. No, but we sure as heck seem to be making progress and getting back to what's most important sports. I think it's pretty clear people have just had enough. Like I'm waiting for a commissioner or someone to get up and be like, thanks for coming out to this uh, press conference. We're all just over it. You know, like we're tired of. (laughs) Sitting around and no sports. So after just being tired of it, we would like to officially announce that sports are coming back. So there you go. It's like sports feels like it has momentum. And you're like, from what? What? How does that's how it feels like over the past week? I'm like, you know what? You know what's coming back? Sports is coming back. That's what's happening here. This is amazing. You sound like a pseudo John Gruden excited about sports. Tell you what? I look at this coronavirus thing and I think. He didn't got nothing on a Spider 2 white banana. Knock on wood if you're with me, huh? You like Spider 2 and Spider 3 white banana? I love Spider 2 and Spider 3 Give me a banana. green right slot, Spider 2 white banana. Okay, that's <laughs> all right, Gruden. Goodness gracious, Gruden. <laughs> but it is, um, it's very true. Like, I went, I remember before the NCAA tournament was canceled, I went from there's no way that they are going to have fans in the stands, but there's also no way they're going to cancel this thing to like 24 hours later going, this thing's over and we're, we're canceling this entire thing. Yes. And I feel like with the return to sports, I've gone from, you know what? College football is going to be in the spring, probably March, probably wrap up around, you know, I could see road to Omaha wrapping up around the college football playoff time. And now, like in a span of 24 hours, I've gone to, you know what? We're kicking this thing off in the in September. We're ready to rock you. <laughs> totally with you. I've gone from, I'm sure we've all had mass text threads with friends and all that. And you get in those debates and, you know, you try to swoop in and be like, let me tell you, if you guys think there's going to be football, you're out of your mind. You know, you try and come with some definitive thing. And now I'm on the other side. I'm like, if you think there isn't going to be football. You're out of your gosh darn mind. Then they're saying, you know, you're you're all confident. They're saying to you, get your egotistical crap out of here. <laughs> yeah, all right. God. Uh, a young so, Nick That's Bob. a blast from the very young and very <laughs> confident. I just want, I want the press conference. You'd be like, and with that, we announce that sports are back. And then you'd be like, well, now accept questions. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, why do you think sports are coming back? Because we want it. Like, that's what it feels like the answer is. Because like, we want it. Come on. Mom. Come on, Mom. NCAA. Rotavirus only have sports. That is so true. The coronavirus won't. Telling mom, complaining to mom and whining to mom that the coronavirus won't let me have sports. (laughs) It's spot on. You're you're spot on with everything that you said in your analysis. Well, I think you're you're spot on on everything that you said in your analysis. But it's, it's true. Like, I went from when you think about not having 
the college football season, or at least a delayed one, like, this is going to be crippling, all this. And remember, we heard athletic directors and conference commissioners saying, just last month, saying, look, if there are no students on campus, there ain't going to be any games, okay? (laughs) If it's not safe for students... How is it going to be safe for student athletes? Now, is this someone from Arkansas or Texas saying this? Like, <laughs> I went from like the Big Ten to the Big Twelve in a flash. What you did was a highlight montage of like in the eight, and the athletic directors changed their tune, and then it was just a whole bunch of ads. You went from like the Georgia ad to the Michigan ad. It was great. I liked what you did there. Bob Bolsby's quote is the best where he said, this was last month. I think he was telling Brett McMurphy, uh, he was quoted as saying something to the effect of students would have to be on campus to allow the season to be played, right? Mm -hmm. Like, no students, we got to... And now he's saying he was just referring to student athletes needing to take classes either in person or online in order to be able to compete. Like, oh, the, right. These goalposts are moving oh. so quickly about when we're going to be. And so we've gone from how can we do this without students on campus to why can't we do this? Explain to me why it's that big of a deal that they wouldn't be on campus, right? It's not like the students or anything. What do you think? They're students? Come on. Get out of your dream well, world, especially, bro. Especially in the Power Five. I mean, let's be honest. These are, look at, oh, no, they won't be able to be with their they won't be able to be with their fellow students because they'll be quarantined. No, most of these Power Five players are quarantined all year in yes. their own athletic facilities. Well, what's great about this is if we're sticking with, like, you know, the whole mom, coronavirus. So it's like. Some sports are inside the house grounded. And then there's the NFL that's just playing out in the streets. Like, check out our draft. Check out our schedule. Ooh, yeah. Schedule. <laughs> Woo. Week one. We're playing Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> playing the Ravens. Week one. You know that. You know it. The NFL is just, just keeping her going and I like and for the record I'm fine with it I mean everybody that was like you can't have the draft it's like why not why can we not have the draft I mean give me a break but there's it's no, just, it's hilarious there's, there's no question that every sport is inside staring out the window <laughs> and the NFL is in the middle of the street playing around shaking hands hugging and celebrating the time of their life the ice cream man came down the street they're all flying kites eating ice cream cones while major league baseball the nba college football the NCAA tournament stare through a window like what the heck man what the heck is this i want to go out there why can't i go out there i'm not happy about that I'm not happy about that. This is going to be part two. This is going to be... Congratulations, uh, Tyler. I'm still not happy about that. But yeah, and then, you know, the athletic directors used to be, they're watching the NFL outside and and like, well, you know what? We'll see what happens. Maybe when the weather gets better in the spring, we'll go outside. And then they see the NFL start to really have fun. Yeah. Have a draft that crushes the ratings, a schedule release where everyone's having fun. You go... You know what? Let's open that front door and let's just see if it's really that bad. I just gonna go out in the. Fr- I'm gonna go on the porch. Just go on the porch for a second. Just get some fresh air. See what it's like. I'll come back in. It's no big deal. I get it. I'm still grounded. Yeah, right. You're inching for that. You're inching. You're inching for the main street playing with the NFL, Doug. <laughs> 
The NFL is king. Uh, yes, the coronavirus is terrible, but how about that National Football League? So yep. are you are you in the same mindset? College football sounds like, kind of feel like in the fall, we're going to have something, social distancing, one-way walkways on the concourse, all that stuff, air fives, and, and we'll be rocking. It is. I, that's a, I feel like it, it might not look or feel exactly like how it's always looked or felt, there might be some teams that don't play. Will there be packed stadiums? I highly doubt it. But there's going to be – like you better believe it. Come come Labor Day, you're going to have college football, right? Like that's what it – there might be – people might have to do a makeshift schedule. Be like, coming up in week two, it is Northern Iowa, Iowa State. And then in week three, it's a rematch of week two, Northern Iowa and Iowa State. Only on ESPN. You know, like I think it might be kind of weird, like in that regard, but it's happening. You thought Georgia, Georgia Tech was fun in week seven. Wait till you see weeks eight, nine, and ten. Like, wow, this is going to be great. Wow, wow, this is yeah. Let's <sighs> let's forget these this conference stuff and let's just do regional matchups. The SEC's dream is to eventually just be like, we're just going to play with each other, and now we have the opportunity to just be like, here's the season. It's only SEC. Good luck, everybody. But right, it's gonna. Don't you? In all seriousness, yeah. like it's football's gonna happen in the fall. I don't know what it's all gonna look like, but it's happening. I feel like it's going to happen because it has to happen. Clearly, you, you lose the NCAA tournament. That's one thing. If yeah. you lose college football season, or if you delay it in hopes that you'll have it, but knowing you're risking not having it at all. Yes, let's start it in late August, September. If we have to stop midway through, we will. But at least we will have gotten some of the season in and then we'll deal with problems as they come. But these universities, think about the fact, what, I don't know how much Nebraska is giving South Dakota State. Not like South Dakota State's going to fold if they don't have that game. But the point being, like, Rutgers is playing Monmouth. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, has a game against southern illinois something they're paying them half a million dollars right. like those things fund athletic departments so you especially think about in the non-con and those lower lesser teams outside of the power five and outside sometimes outside of the fbs they need that non-con and then you think about just the rest of the university and and you know i think it's more about these athletic directors these conference commissioners went back started crunching numbers and realize, you know what? We, I think we could maybe find a way to get this going. That's what it is. I mean, there's just too much at stake for it to not happen. And for a little while, people wanted to make sure they they like it was going to look. You know, they wanted to. If I tell you what, if not everybody's playing and there aren't fans in the stands and there aren't students on campus, it's not going to happen. Now it feels like it doesn't matter how many of your conference members are playing. It doesn't matter if there are fans in the stands or not, and it doesn't matter if there are students on campus or not. College football games are going to be played. Period. So it's happening here, people. There's no doubt. Uh, there's no doubt. There's, there's no, no doubt. doubt. There's no doubt. And you think about if some teams cannot play then what would you do? Like, say Rutgers says, hey, it's too dangerous here. We're not going to play. Well, what if there are eight or nine teams that have Rutgers on their schedule? What are they going to have? It's going to be a bye week, right? It's going to be a b- yeah. why? Why are you laughing I at just, bye week? I, you know I'm laughing, Doc. Is Kathy going to show up? Oh, wow. I didn't think you would go there. I didn't think you would do it. You got me. Um, I wasn't planning on this, but as we're talking about schedules, you would have a lot of bye weeks. <laughs> this selfishly is, I just remembered, I haven't listened to this in years, 
But I (laughs) I do remember listening to this as I'm, you know, editing it, kind of just having fun with it and then listening to it and crying, convulsing and having abdominal issues. Here's what happened. November 2011, (laughs) Nebraska had a bye week. Bo Pelini goes on Husker Sports Nightly and it's the week of the bye. And a caller, Kathy, calls up. Greg Sharp does the thing. And one of her touchdown. lines was... She touchdown Nebraska! She was very... <laughs> with Kathy and Carney. This call is brought to you by Skeeter Barnes, Buck Naked Barbecue Shosh. Kathy, you're on with Bo Pelini. And it's your... It's your touchdown! Sharp for a while. By the, way, by the way, and I was just on Sports Nightly a few weeks ago. I love Greg to death, but I'm going to tell you something. I listened to you. You were with you and Bo Rude yes. had on your on your Nick Bob podcast. I was on a flight back from. I think I was back from Connecticut. Maybe I just called a college basketball game, and I'm on the flight. And I listened to a pod with you and Bo, and you're doing your <laughs> touchdown Nebraska and your barbecue sauce. And I am, I have a window seat, and I have to turn to the window because I, there are tears pouring out of my eyes. He's got barbecue voice. I've just never realized, like, when he says barbecue sauce, I'm like, oh, yeah. Give me, give me, give me one more touchdown. <laughs> Snap back to Martinez looking for Wandale Robinson. He's going to touch and run. He's got to 15 to 10 to 5 and touchdown Nebraska. It's a touchdown Nebraska, and Nebraska's going to win a football game. That touchdown is brought to you by the Nebraska Soybean Board if you're looking for some soybeans. All right. This it's never right. happens to me. I'm sorry. I derailed I your. You set up. You're setting up Kathy in the bye. Yeah, I don't even want to do it now, but I will because I don't like. I was like, this is going to make me cry, and but you just did. So, <laughs> touchdown, Nebraska! Huge All call, right. Greg. Huge, huge, call. Greg. Huge <laughs> call. I have no idea what Adrian Martinez saw in that play. All right, so maybe we will have to do off-color commentary in this episode. I didn't think we'd jam all this stuff in. Sorry. Like, I don't know what we're going to do, but anyway, let's go to the bye week stuff, all right? So this is November 2011. <laughs> Kathy calls into Greg Sharp, touchdown Nebraska. Thank you. <laughs> Nebraska's going to win the football game. Well, they couldn't win a football game because there wasn't one that week. It was the bye. Kathy's very just heaping praise and I love you, Bo, and all this. And I'm listening going, oh my goodness, this is almost embarrassingly affectionate. <laughs> yes. And then she told him, well, you'll get to listen to it. But he, she wanted him to have a good time on the bye week. And I just said, you know what? We're just going to get in the lab and have fun. I haven't listened to this in about four or five years. Let's listen. This was November, I think, 1st, 2011 from Oscar Sports <laughs> Nightly. And so it reminded us, like, well, what is this like? It's like trying to get off the phone or just a prolonged goodbye, a prolonged goodbye. <laughs> and, of course, it reminded us of this on the Bo Pelini radio show with this great caller, Kathy. But you're an excellent coach and an excellent person, and I admire you greatly. 
So Thanks. that's Thanks. all I have Thanks. to say. Thanks. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. Appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. Have a great season, the rest of it. Thank you very much. Take care, Bob. You too. Enjoy Thank your bye. Thank you very much. Have a great season. Appreciate it. I admire you greatly. Thanks. That's Thanks. all I have Thanks. to say. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. 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 You too. Have a great season, the rest of it. Thank you very much. You're awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks. That's all I have to say. Enjoy your weekend. Take care, Bob. You too. Enjoy Thanks. your bye. from out of alliance. Let's come back closer to home. And if Kathy and Mamie got into a phone conversation, it would just never. And there's something about the enjoy. edited clip. And every time, every time she says, enjoy your pie. All right. Oh, my God. Obviously, we were talking about Mamie. Uh, May she rest in peace. Because Mamie used to call me at Channel 7 a lot. And, and you know, it's hard to get off the phone. And because she just had a lot to say. And so that's why she was able to fill 10, 15 minutes with us every Monday. But it reminded me of Kathy. Just the edited Kathy. not Edited Kathy is incredible. Oh, oh my God! Gosh. I love the. That's all I have to say. Like three different times. Enjoy your bye. You're a wonderful coach. Have a great rest of the season. Well, and if Bo even dropped, there's just, thanks, 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 guys. Appreciate it. Just, thank, thank, I mean, he was like she was a she was she laid was it a on two thick. Seat. She was laid on thick, and she was a two seat. What Enjoy your bye. <laughs> I'm looking. She was a two seat in the uh, the old drop. Listen, I think she got properly seated. To be honest with you. And that's it. That's an incredible <laughs> drop. Enjoy your bye. Has anyone ever uttered that other than Kathy? No. Enjoy no. Whoever who says enjoy your bye. Enjoy bye. your bye. She was loving her some Bo Pelini. <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> oh, I admire you greatly. Oh, that's so good. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, you had another caller. I think it was a different Kathy. No. <laughs> No. It was a different Kathy. I believe I have this. Do you know another Kathy that might have said something? I don't think so. All right. Let's go. This is uh, in the folder here. Caller Kathy, another one of the Bo Pelini Show. Here in Lincoln, Kathy, you're on with the head coach. Yes. Hi, coach. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, when will you announce the recipients of those well-earned black shirts? I know everybody's on pins and needles to find out who you're going to hand them to. And I'll hang up and and take your uh, listen for your answer and go Huskers. You know I don't really have a definitive date of when that's going to happen. And uh... <laughs> yeah, is that like his least favorite question? Oh, ever? But she was so nice about it that he was reaching for the he was reaching for the AK forty seven to shoot all <laughs> of the phones and radio equipment in the studio with Greg Sharp as Greg was reaching for the barbecue sauce. <laughs> When will you announce the recipients of those well-earned black shirts? And this is something, and again, the black shirt question was always something that we just mocked. We didn't mock the tradition. We mocked the question because it was always, when are the black shirts coming out? When are you going to hand out the black shirts? Even media would ask that question. Have you right. thought about the black shirts? And at some point, like, I empathize with Bo going, I don't want to hear another word about these black shirts. Listen, 
I will hand them out. When I hand them out, I'll let you know. That should be enough in this world, but it's not. He had this one drop that we used to use. Doesn't matter if it's black shirts, yellow shirts, white shirts, or whatever the hell it is. I mean, that's I mean, he's just an amazing, amazing guy. But we did have some requests for this, and and I mean to turn this into a total request live yes. deal, but we we had a lot of suggestions uh for certain things and things that people want to hear. And as we talk about the black shirts, it brings to mind the Bo Pelini robot. Of course. Which was the idea of actually a caller. Now, when the caller suggested it, he didn't, I don't believe the caller said, hey, go and create this robot and do it. But we all, I think it was in the context of a conversation we were having about, man, it's tough. Like those Bo Pelini news conferences, you just got to be able to, you, you got to ask the right question. Because if he's in a bad mood, it could go really south and, you know. And I think a caller called up and said, you need to, you know, it's almost like you got to send in a bomb diffusing robot right. to go in there and ask these questions. And so what that turned into was a weekly sending in of the robot to ask all of the questions that nobody wanted to ask, but everybody wanted to ask. Yes. And it would usually end up in destruction. Uh, this was a bit that was aired during our final week on the air. Okay. We aired it, so it was like a retrospective, hey, this was one of our favorite robot bits. We would say, okay, let's send in the robot. This is what it is. I have not listened to this in many, many years. Hopefully it's good. The robot in a Bo Pelini News conference asking the important questions. Can we uh, send in the robot? There, are, These are questions that, look, for those new to the program, we send in the robot every once in a while to Bo Pelini and the Tuesday Husker News Conference because there are some questions that maybe you just, you don't want to ask because it makes you feel either uncomfortable or they're just, look, reporters can't get on Bo's bad side because they need information. Right. Not that he gives much anyway, but still. So what do you do? You send in the robot. You when you defuse a bomb, what do you do? You send in the robot. Let's send in the robot and ask some questions today. These are sent in by emailers. Let's send them in and do it. Bo Pelini, I have a question. Actually, I have multiple questions. Yeah. I have been sent here by the Lincoln Journal Star, the Omaha World Herald, and nearly every other media entity in this state to ask you these questions. I would ask that after I ask these questions, you would answer them in as polite a manner as possible and request that you would not inflict harm or pain for I am just a mere robot, and although I am a robot, I do have feelings. Uh... Are you prepared for my questions? Yeah, I think so. Here they are. Number one, was Sean Watson fired from his job? Number two, was Ted Gilmore fired from his job? Number three, why did it take so long for you to fire Sean Watson and Ted Gilmore?
from their jobs. We done? Number four, why did you hire them? Number five, could you please tell us what you were saying to Taylor Martinez word for word on the sidelines at Texas A&M when you were screaming and spitting in his face? Number six, why did the university pay Taylor Martinez's father money for his corn-fed products? Number seven, will Taylor Martinez transfer before fall camp? Number eight, who will be your starting quarterback for the opening game? We done. Number nine, if Jim Trestle is fired, for NCAA violations, would you be interested in the job? And finally, number 10, when will you be giving out the black shirts? Does that answer your question? Anybody else? Anything else? Anybody? I was short. Thanks, guys. Okay, okay, it's over. That went about how I thought I was going to go. Oh, hey, Mike, what's up? Okay, a truce. I'm the guy you guys all hate in Sioux City, but <laughs> I'm all ran off the road. I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. I apologize to everybody. I'm sorry. Thank God, but that was the funniest thing guys have ever done. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. All right. Wow. <laughs> We're back. That was the encapsulation yes. of sending in the robot. That had everything. <laughs> and it ends with and it ends with the black shirt question. And then how about that? I forgot all about that. Caller Mike, who I guess hated our Apparently. show, calls in from the road as he's pulled over to say, I'm sorry, it's a truce. That was the funniest thing I've ever heard. We went over Mike with that bit. That was great, though. I mean, it just... What's so fun about revisiting this is like if if someone was like, so what was the Polini era like? Like, what was it like between him and the media and all that stuff? I'd be like, well, just listen to that. <laughs> like, like, it was pretty much to the point where we had to, we created a bit that was like obviously ridiculous, but there was some sense of like it's not the most crazy thing in the history of the world that it would i'm just picturing a press conference and a robot having to come in on behalf of everybody and him still just blowing it to smithereens it's just amazing and the are we done number we done? 7 like <laughs> <laughs> so that uh rick had tweeted in uh, responding to that chick nick show on twitter saying at some point we've got to hear the interview robot that would ask Bo questions. That is the best. <laughs> Mary Little had tweeted in Bo Polini press conference with the robot. So there you go. That's uh, that's oh, for that you good. guys. That would have been very fun for you, for you to for you to to mix to to go into the, into the John Wilkes booth and mix McGee that all up. I mean, that had to have been a blast for you. It was because I was actually able to ask Bo questions <laughs> without asking him questions. Yes. There's nothing better than hiding behind a robot yes. to do your bidding. Yes. And that's and that's what that was. What would if I could ask anything, what would the questions be? Let me get out the list and I don't have to face the wrath. This I love perfect. that. Can you tell us word for word what you said to Taylor Martinez <laughs> at Texas A&M as you were spitting when you on were him? yelling and spitting in his face? 
Oh, just I, you remember the controversy of that moment. Like that was a like that night, crazy. and then you come in the next morning on Monday, and you're going, "My, that was a week. That was a week full of shows just on that." Well, remember, scene. Didn't, wasn't there a was there a statement and there was an apology either from the was it from Bo or from the university on like that Sunday about because I think that was a game where Bo and Carl chased officials too, like off the and, field. Yeah, I think Carl might. Yeah, Carl might have shoved a cameraman or yes. something like that after the game. It was nuts. It was oh, crazy. It was it was amazing. It was um, amazing. Shouts out to Bo Pelini. You, you, you gave us a lot of good stuff, Doug. All right, so let's just stay with that theme then, because there were other requests here on Twitter. You know, the coronavirus, one of the challenging things, what type of what challenges, challenges are presented by the coronavirus? And one is you wake up and you don't know what day it is. <laughs> what? You're just setting it up perfect. You're doing great. I just think you're doing really good. Trying. I'm, I'm just trying to tie everything into what's you're going a really on. Good right job. Now. You're such a pro. Oh, so good. All right, keep going. So you don't. You just don't know what day it is. And that was the case for one of our great uh, friends and media compadres in Omaha at the time, our buddy J.J. Davis, who was one of the, and still is, one of the nicest guys you will ever meet. Yes. The hardest worker in sports television in Omaha history. I mean, I... I'm not even going to say there's even a close second. No. It's like comparing Ohio State to the rest of the Big Ten. Like, <laughs> I'd have gotten Gonzaga chasm. in the West Coast Conference, but you can go Ohio State in the Big Ten. <laughs> yes, mine is a little more mean to uh, those who are listening. We hit people in their hearts. Well, in the bottom of their hearts. But <laughs> From the bottom of my heart. Which, by the way, now that we're going to get sidetracked again, in the last episode, we had talked about that drop, and I had talked about signing day and that moment with Emmett Smith, and I was thinking about that. And then ESPN, I think 24, 48 hours later from ESPN's Twitter account, they tweet out that moment as they're trying <laughs> to just tweet out great sports moments since we don't have sports. They tweet out that Q&A between me and Emmett Smith, and people are tweeting from the bottom of my art. And I know there are people reading replies going, what are they doing? From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> I love it. Okay, sorry. All right. I'm, I have so been let's go back. Mr. Distraction here. That's fine. Let's go back to J.J. Davis, who was, who was a, uh, a good friend. He was one of the, I think when I worked in Kearney and covered the College World Series in Omaha, he kind of took me under his wing and gave me great advice. And this is before I even worked in Omaha. He just gave me great advice about coming up in the business. I was like, wow, th this is awesome. So he was always willing to help. Yes. Um, no matter what. And so it's with that that this is all done in nothing but love. But there was a moment years ago where Bo Pelini was having a bad day. Now, that does not narrow the date down. <laughs> no. At all. But... He, this was a post-practice moment in August of 2010. So we had been on the air for about a year. This was August 25th, 2010. And I was going to wait until September or October when the date actually is. It's J.J. Davis Day. It's yes. September 4th or October 4th, right. however you want to do it. But there might be some new listeners, and you want to know the origination of this. The September 4th, October 4th began 
here. And there are a lot of tweets about this. I want to hear, I think uh, Mike Brewer tweeted 10-4. That's what he wanted to hear. Love it. October 4th. Okay, yes. we got you. Uh, Cole tweeting in. Uh, either when you yelled at the guy, you're a clown, or October 4th, September 4th. I will take that. Brian Swift said October 4th, September 4th. That was one of his that he wanted to hear. So we, we had a few of those requests, and people want to hear the origination. This is where it all started. We come into the show after, you know, it's just the middle of the week. They had just had a, a practice the day before. Bo Pelini had met with the team the day before. Season hasn't started yet. And we start the show with a mix of some of the sound bites from Bo Pelini on that pro's practice and a song that kind of juxtaposes his move. Let's go back and listen. This is August 25th, 2010, the day J.J. Davis gave a gift to the show. It's going to be a good day, a fine day. What kind of everyday consistency have you seen out of Eric Martin? I haven't seen consistency out of Eric Martin. Is he still fighting that little bit? Uh-huh. As is about, about 150 other guys. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. No, there have been no decisions made in any position yet. Yes, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? It's a good day from morning till night. When will you make the call on the quarterback? What's the, what's the day of the first game? September 4th. I think I gave you too so much I'm time. So I'm not answering any quarterback questions. So take a deep breath Every day is a tough day of practice. Were you disappointed, I mean? I'm okay. I said to the sun, good morning, sun, rise and shine today. Hey, hey Bo, will those step chart decisions be made all at once? I mean, will you inform the kids all at once or just something that occurs over Guys that trot out there for the first play, the guys we put out there, the starters. Oh, it's a good day for singing a song and it's a good day for moving along. Is there anything that's been encouraging to you? Uh, yeah, I see some encouraging things out there. Like what? Uh, I don't know. A play here, a play there. Guy there, a guy there. Yes, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? It's a good day from morning till night. Is the focus there this week, Bo, like it was per se last week? I already answered that, JJ. You know you gotta get going if you're gonna make a show and you've got the right away. Coach, there's a lot of talk about, um, some twittering and some tweeting that maybe some players might have been making. Do you, have you heard about that at all? And is that a distraction for you guys? How do you handle that kind of stuff? I don't know anything about that. If people have time to follow twittering and tweeting, then they, they need to get a job. Yes, it's a good day. How can anything go wrong? Cause Monday through Sunday, you've got to find it one day. I've got to be honest with you, Bo. You just you seem a little edgy. Call it as you may, JJ. I don't know. About that, how many JJ? How many times did JJ get crushed? <laughs> well, here's the thing: a guy like JJ, he dr- drives down there from Omaha, Omaha, has to get some stuff to fill his show, and unfortunately runs into a bow that is ready for three word answers. That's not good when you have a six minute sportscast. A play here, a play there, a guy here, a guy there. I already answered that question, JJ. Good God, at least he knows his name. Yeah, that's good. Pretty flattering. October fourth. September 4th. Don't you like that? 
Don't you like that when JJ said, "When's the first game?" Well, here's here's actually how it happened. Give it to me. I think this is it. When will you make the call on the quarterback? What's the what's the day of the first game? October fourth, September fourth. Oh, my bad. September fourth. I think I gave you too so much I'm time. So I'm not answering any quarterback questions. When everyone corrects him, isn't it like you know someone's angry? <laughs> like maybe the teacher's angry in school and asks a guy a question, and everyone else knows it's wrong and goes, "No, it's this." Trust me, you are. I can remember sitting in film sessions with Coach Self or Coach Altman, and when you know they're already upset, and he asks someone a question. Hey, how about that? Another <laughs> basketball analogy from Nick Paw. I can't remember asking, you know, well, how are we handling ball screens out here, P. Allen? How are we handling them? And you're sitting there like, please get this answer right, or we're going to have to run. If he gets it wrong, did other people go, eh, this, and mumble the right answer? Yeah. That's what this uh, we're, sw- like. we're switching it. You go under P. Everyone's like under, <sighs> under. October 4th. September 4th. I just love everybody. It's September 4th. It's not a, it's Are September 4th because everyone knows that Bo's in a foul mood. It's like asking a question you already know the answer to. Yeah. It's like a parent asking a three-year-old, oh, where's my thumb? Okay. You know where the right thumb here. is. October 4th. September 4th. <laughs> <laughs> Bo, Bo knows when the first game is, yeah. but asks when the first game is. This Gosh. is great, isn't it? When he's in that mood and you're crowded around him, is everybody just walking on eggshells and scared? You know, I wouldn't use the word scared. I would just think, here we go. But for a guy like JJ and other Omaha guys who drive down, okay, well, it's one of those days. October 4th, September 4th. God, JJ. The, all those know-it-alls. Yeah. All those know it September 4th. What's two times two? Six. Four. Four. Yeah, but I mean. When's Christmas? December 22nd. December 25th. October 4th. September 4th. When did this show start? August 15th. August 17th. October 4th. September 4th. (laughs) What is that dance event you're doing on Friday? Oh, it's Dance for a Cure. Dance for a chance. October 4th. September 4th. <laughs> it's the know-it-alls, right? Isn't yeah. that great? But everyone's trying to help him. Everyone's trying to help Everybody other guys was- because they don't want... It's it's softening the blow. It's softening the bow blow. There is the origination of October 4th, September 4th oh, from Omaha's wow. very own J.J. Davis. Incredible. I mean, that became, that took on a life of its own. To this day, almost every single September 4th or October 4th, I get some sort of happy, it's oftentimes October 4th. It's a happy J.J. Davis Day. Like, that. that is a national holiday amongst Chicken Nick fans and people that were involved with the show. What a moment. And the irony, the irony of that is that whether it was September 4th, October 4th, 9-4, 10-4, those were Bo Pelini's season records at Nebraska. <laughs> JJ, who's laughing now? JJ, media scrum he did it. Uh, JJ was getting well. That was fun. I mean, we that was great. We did we did a lot of stuff there.
I'll be interested in what you title this. I mean, it can, you can go with October 4th, September 4th. You can go with Enjoy Your Buy. We can go with I'm Not Happy About That, part two. Those were the three. Those listening already know what, I, what we've titled it. Yeah, do you do the I'm Not Happy About That, part two? <laughs> Uh, like I'm still not like I'm still not happy about it. you could even shock everybody and go You like Spider Two and Spider Three Y banana? <laughs> uh what else? You could do oh You I, could swagger it, you could turn or gill it. You could absolutely turn or gill it. Come on up in here, let's give me a swagger in here. Um you could start off with a little less. You guys' show stinks. Yep. But we might I think we know where we want it. I think we know what we have to call it. All right. All right. Oh, Appreciate God. your uh, your emails. Continue to email us. Follow us on Twitter. Email us, laugh at chickennick.com. We will get to more of your requests as the weeks go on. We appreciate your listenership, uh, your loyalty, and uh, we'll have some more goodies down the road. I think I, I speak for both of us, Nick, when we just say enjoy enjoy your week. Enjoy your bye. Enjoy bye. your bye. Chicken Nick. Chicken Nick. The Chicken Nick Show. Here we go. Yeah.